Hey everybody, this is uh, Paul from This Was Rad, and uh, first of all, really want to apologize for the delay in getting this podcast uploaded. Uh, we had some major technical malfunctions here, but we're able to resolve them. Uh, everything is surprisingly working well. Uh, I do want to kind of dig into it with uh, with Willow and, and uh, Greg. I think it'll be pretty funny. So you're going to probably hear that in a little while. Uh, but for now, just want to make sure I apologize, let you know. Uh, we do uh, tr- strive to get this posted on Mondays when we can. Things happen. Uh, sometimes a delay, but, you know, technical difficulties. Uh, we do have duplicate backups now for everything. So once it's recorded, we uh, we have some way to get it posted again. Uh, this is an awesome, awesome podcast right here. This is the one Escape from New York, where you're going to hear one of Greg's very good friends, Matt. Uh, he Skyped in from uh, from New York, and it went, I mean, just amazingly. It really, we got it synced up. It sounds great. Audio's great. Super, 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 super funny. And uh, so that's it. I just want to make sure we, uh, we let you know. And now, here is the podcast. This was Rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. You say that was gnarly. <laughs> and we're back with another episode of This Was Rad, the podcast where two uh, guys go back into their uh, their cinematic youth to watch movies from the 80s. We make a 13-year-old watch it, whether she wants to or not. That's the look that I love. Right there, and uh, this week we have a super special guest. He is—he's uh, coming to us from New York, so this is a an achievement in all kinds of ways. Matt Kroll is with us. Call me Snake. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? How hey, you doing? Hey, How we doing, Paul, man? Paul Willow and Greg. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Matt. Matt and I go way oh, back. Yeah, we didn't even do our own intro. And uh, so, so excited for you, Matt. It's a, well, yeah. Well, we we have escaped from New York. Matt right. is still in New York. Oh, I'm still so working on it, guys. Live, One day. Hook, live via Skype from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Roll. Nice. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for for joining us. Uh, you and Greg uh, go back pretty pretty far, I guess, right? In college? About, right yeah, yeah. Um, fre- freshman year. Yeah, I was going to say about, about 14 years. Wow, and we did quite awesome. a bit of radio together. We, uh, yeah, actually. Under under varying characters and, and show titles. Oh, cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, so we are, we are no stranger. Surprisingly, this will be very comfortable. Uh, only speaking to Greg over a microphone. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, cool. Um, so, uh, you know, the premise of the show, uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Uh, so this week we watched, uh, escape from New York, the Kurt Russell vehicle, uh, from 1981. And, uh, I'm going to start it off and make it real easy for what do I remember? I remember nothing. Cause I never saw this movie. Wow, really? I, wow. Saw, I saw Escape from L.A. in the early 90s. As I'm watching this movie, I'm like, I know who Snakes Plissken is. I know who Kurt Russell's character is in this movie. I have no freaking idea what's going on. <laughs> I, I remember um, I remember the, the, the bombs in the neck. I remember him landing on the Twin Towers. Frowny face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah sad face. I remember... Ernest Borgnine in this movie, mm-hmm. and I remember the fight with the bats with the nails in it. 
Okay. Those, uh, that, yeah. those were the things that were like seared seared into my brain. Wow. Uh, Matt, Matt, I'm betting, knows this movie front to back. <laughs> right. Uh, so this movie has a kind of a special place for me. And I, you know, spoiler alert, I probably know every line, honestly, in this movie. Uh, in fact, I was debating whether or not I should rewatch it again before this because I was like, I know, I know this movie. But I was like, wait, I love this movie. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I'm very familiar. Um, I notice new things every time uh, I see it. And a couple, a couple interesting things that I'll talk about once we get to it. But, like, it's one of those films that basically made me want to get into media. Uh, oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like my, my like, 11-year-old me saw this and I was like, oh, this is what, this is what I want to do. <laughs> so <laughs> it holds a, holds a special place. Nice. Wow. Okay, well, this is going to be a fun experience. Uh, now, uh, as we always do, Greg and I remember about the movie, uh, something we've kind of been starting to do, and Willow was very excited about this. Willow, uh, what did you think this movie was going to be about based solely on the poster? So I thought that a group of terrorists were going to tear down the Statue of Liberty and are on the run from a French army that came to New York to defend the statue they made for America. Hope that's true. <laughs> Cons struggle to escape New York, where the highest amount of military is, and it shows a, a French army with the cheesiest accent ever. I kind of want to see that. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I watched that. She told and me that I, last I'm night. looking at the poster right now. Um, that's that's pretty smart. <laughs> she told me that last night after the movie, and I was like, "That's the movie I want to watch." Oh man, that was crazy. It's true because it does. It has it, the poster from. I'm mistaken. It's like the broken Statue of Liberty. It right? is. Yeah, the broken Statue of Liberty like head zombies. in the middle of the city. Yeah. From the look of it, probably like on 28th Street because you can see the Statue of Liberty in the background. Yeah. That's Statue. Of, I'm sorry, the um, Empire State Building. Uh, and there's a bunch of people chasing Snake, uh, the woman in the film, and the, and the president in the film. And uh, Snake is just shooting the ground. <laughs> like, the woman is shooting at, like, a crazy person, and Snake is just shooting the ground. Uh, which well, he I does shoot the there. walls, ground, and everything else quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so. Uh, did, you, did you watch the trailer, Willow? No. No, okay. we don't have <laughs> Uh, we we have to watch these movies pretty late because uh, so we tra- when Willow and I watch them together and we watch mm-hmm. them I uh, with my wife after she goes to bed because right. she doesn't want to watch any of this crap uh, at all you know so we kind of wait so it's like okay we got to get through it to get to the you know so Willow can get to bed um, last night almost turned into an early bed night because she was. She was ready. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we get right into this? Uh, I'm going to start right off and ask, uh, how long do opening credits have to be in a movie before we just say, I can leave the theater now? Because yeah. they went on forever. And I'm going to interrupt you like I always do and say this film was directed by John Carpenter. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> very aware of that. Um, I like a 10-minute discussion. Who is now? <laughs> who is now? I, I believe Tide. For directors, we've done the most. Yeah, we've we've oh, done wow. two. Him and uh, uh, Wolfgang Peterson. Yep. Yeah. Wow. We did two two of those films. And so. and uh, behind the scenes, we almost did Big Trouble in Little China, and we just we had to drop it because of recording schedule. It'll come back, but that would have been three. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's because pretty much everything Carpenter touched in the eighties was gold. Like right, the thing. It's amazing. Probably the best well, movie ever made. But yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's really good. The um, yeah, the credits obviously are, man. If if that's one of the that's one of the few no a decent amount of things that that don't hold up for someone who's not like in love with the film like I am. Uh, and it's funny because you can tell based on that the the length of that credits how much he loves that minimalist like synth track. Oh yeah, no. The first, the yeah. first note I have, synths by John Carpenter. Yeah. Well, did <laughs> oh, you guys man. know? Did you guys know he just released an album last year, like I, a I, music album? I saw it. I saw it in Newbury Comics. It's it's like the un. The it's called the Lost themes, themes. The Lost Themes. That's what it's called. Yeah. And there's one track in the. There's a lot of remixes of all of his his scores, but there's one in the very beginning, and I forget the name. Uh, the name of the actual. Um, oh, it's right here. I think it's called. I think it's called Purgatory. Uh, but it's so good like it's it the rest of it the album's meh but that one track is really really good wow. that's awesome that's pretty cool yeah carpenter uh for those of you who are un- unfamiliar um writes pretty much the entire score to every movie he makes really um, starting with halloween yep yeah i knew halloween which i mean obviously we had that in during horror month uh because i love that theme I, I, and actually i will sell it I'll, I'll tell you right now hands down I, I haven't seen the thing in a very long time but Hands down, right now, Halloween is my favorite John Carpenter movie. I love not that a, movie. Not a bad one to pick. Um, well, of of, yeah. of all, all the horror movies, um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, they're all like John Carpenter films are interesting because all of the ones I honestly, I'll, I'll make the definitive line at um, Ghosts from Mars. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Everything past Ghosts from Mars is I I I can't stand. And it and it there's a there's a middle point of things that are just meh in there before that, but like you pretty much you can enjoy a film from him before that film, I feel like, and then I yeah. don't know what happened. Yeah, you've got you've got Assault on Precinct thirteen, mm-hmm. Halloween, the thing, Big Trouble in Little China, so, Escape from New York. So mm. I, I mean are, I mean those are all you watch any of those, those are gonna be great movies. I mean I know Obviously, we we can get more into the movie, but I, I'll tell you the uh, the few things that I know when I see John Carpenter's something. This is what's coming: uh, synth music, mm-hmm. uh, cheesy one-liners, yeah. overacting, uh, overacting fighting, and then and then random nudity that has no point in the movie. <laughs> yes, probably. Yep. Oh, and somewhere in the film, probably at least a wrestler. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Yeah. He, yeah. 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 He uses a lot of wrestlers in his movies too. Oh, yeah, and, oh and of and, course they live. I, oh, how oh, could we forget that? And, and Kurt Russell, he freaking loves that man. He lo- well, well he lo- yeah, Kurt like Russell. he has this weird Johnny Depp, uh, Tim Burton sort of thing going on with him. Uh, yeah, which I'm fine with. Think Pliskin, the, the lead guy. You got to speak up, kiddo. Oh, that's just well. That's like, like um, if if you notice, okay. like he also has this weird thing where, like, with the exception of Kurt Russell, he likes to use actors twice, and then never again. Like huh. like Adrian Barbeau, this mm-hmm. in the fog, never yep. again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, fog. Did the introduction in this film, the spoken introduction, uncredited in this film? Oh wow! See, never, that's something I didn't even know. Never that's again. Oh, I didn't even notice there was yes. an intro. Yes, I thought it was. All yeah, you took it took about ten minutes to get to yeah, it. Oh yeah, no, you were probably phased out. By I was totally phased out by then. <laughs> Too much synth. I need a break. If I see one more foggy white lettered background, I'm gonna go nuts. Now, one thing I will say about the um, I like a good film uh, uh, scholar mm. read the entire opening credits, and I wanted to know who is season Hubley or Hubley because uh, it said special appearance. So to me, that means like, oh, here's somebody 
that's worth writing. It was just Kurt Russell's wife. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, she, oh, well, she was the girl in the chock full of nuts, right? Yes, in the coffee shop. Yep. That's right. We got that's sucked right. under. Yep, she's only in the film because she was married to Kurt Russell. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> Hey, special appearance is a special appearance. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it. You know how many special appearances I've had? Zero. That's, that's None credited to me. Zero. Uh, so, I mean, getting right into the movie, I, mm-hmm. I got to say, um, their version of 1997 is not uh, Hanson's Mbop 90s that I lived through. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I was, I, I was really expecting a little, you know, uh, Spice Girls to show up. And that didn't happen. <laughs> Very disappointing. They could film jump right the bus. Yeah. Well, it's not that they can actually see the future. That's well, true, but he 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 could have maybe true. thought that they weren't going to use gigantic cell phones. Just right. just throw that out there. Or, or right. Manhattan, a prison. Like you just. Uh, that's my favorite part. Is he goes? It's 1981. Is when the movie is filmed. He goes seven years in the future. Okay, Six, mm-hmm. sixteen yeah. years in the future. Well, no, it starts out. Oh, 1988 when all the stuff goes down. With the 400% rising crime rate. Well, like, something. Wow. (laughs) What was the trigger? Something that I found interesting about this, and after watching it, it it paints a picture of what I feel like in, in 1981, people that didn't live in New York City thought New York City would become. Like, because it it was a rough place. Uh, I agree with that. True but, story. like, this is, like, everyone's fear of, like, oh, this place is going to hell. And, well, and you know. I think that's sort of where probably, A, the idea stemmed from, and, B, where they got a lot of their inspiration from. Like, oh, no, this is a horrible place. Don't go here. And, and this is one of the things that we, we I, I talk about with, with, with well, routinely on this podcast is I say it's, it's a pre-Giuliani New York. <laughs> a very <laughs> yes. different area. I knew a guy who got mugged twice in three blocks. Jeez. And the second mugger was not, like, that impressed that he had been mugged already. Yep. He was just like, oh, I got mugged. Okay. New York was no yeah. joke. Uh, yeah, no. no, it's, no. And Back this is down. sort of like everyone's fears made real. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would, it really was that, a different that's place. A great, that, you know what? That's a great description of, of almost any 80s movie that pictures the future of New mm-hmm. York is it's a slum hole. How could it ever get better? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a great description. So, like Greg's kid says, what was the motive of all these um, bandits? That's that's there, an excellent, excellent question. There is no motive um, <laughs> to any of this. One, one thing I, I, I do also want to point out is is the DP, I believe his name is Dan uh, Kundi, mm-hmm. um, used special lenses that let them shoot in really low light. And that's why there's a, it's got this really like shallow focus. There's a lot yeah. of things that are out of focus in the film. I noticed that, and I yeah. couldn't tell if that was just because it was the HD uh, upgrade, up, yeah. upgrade, or 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 what. But it if, was, it was a, if it was if it was a directorial decision, yep. there's other decisions you can make. <laughs> right? No, it's not a great decision, and also because again, we, starting with the pacing of the of the credits, but like the whole pacing of the movie and even the length of the shots, you can tell that this is a auteur's sort of like this is this is a DP's movie. Like he's like, I got these lenses. We're going to pan on Kurt Russell walking through this amazing looking junk set we've built. That's exactly what I felt like. We took, okay, it took nine days to build this set. I'm filming every corner of it twice. Well, you Mm -hmm. know what? They they left their money on on the screen. Like they say you're supposed to. (laughs) They certainly did. So, Willow. Um, we've gone through 10 minutes of credits. What are you thinking? What, what are you thinking in your brain? I want to know. 
Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. It kind of bored me because, as I brought up before, is a movie you're not supposed to read. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does. Uh, it, well, okay. So. Well, actually, so once once it's once that gets through, and you're right, you shouldn't read a movie. <laughs> um, Willa, when when it got to like the introduction, like right after the ten minutes of credits, and you hear Jamie Lee Curtis's voice like explain what happened for that's about a minute long, minute and a half, or something like that. Did I was wondering from someone like fresh perspective, did it make sort of the world clear enough, or were there still like a lot of questions? I was asking my dad what was happening. Okay. Wow. Like was, half was the time. It, now was it was it because you're just unfamiliar with New York and you're like I don't understand? No, she no. she Manhattan. literally does not read any title, <laughs> any title card that comes up on the wow. screen. Nope. Like if we ever do a subtitle movie, oh she boy. will tap out the whole oh, thing. No foreign film. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's oh crazy. boy! Uh, so we start out with the movie. Uh, they, uh, they. So we see that it's a prison. Now, first we show Snake Plissken walking into the prison, and you can already tell he's the super badass because well, everyone's like, "Yeah!" You know, like some guys are like winking at him. Some guys are like they look afraid. It, it, it looks like everybody weird. found an excuse to be in that hallway when they yeah, were drinking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, even right. before that, they drive him in, like, when they they drive him in, in a bus that only he's on. Yes. yes. And then the guards walk him through that prison hallway uh, where you you can elect to be cremated on the premises right. if you would like to not go to New York jail. Which is kind uh, of hilarious. Which I love. Yeah. But uh, they let him keep that sweet, sweet leather jacket. They did, they did not take that away from him on the oh, bus. And, and those and those uh, rad motorcycle boots with the uh, chrome fronts. I oh yeah, and the leggings. Oh, the the, the 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 urban camo yeah, pants. Not fun fact: not leggings. Actual sort of like denim esque material because I have cosplayed as Snake Plissken before, <laughs> and you can't get those pants in America. I had to deal with a very pleasant Japanese man, and I actually had to send a large back because they were too small. Uh, those are very hard to find. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's so because hilarious. they only sell them to small women who who dance in underground clubs. <laughs> I don't know. I, why, why is this American asking me for these pants? Hey, you got to get the ones with the cargo, like the utility pockets in the front that it's too tight to use. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, I got a matchstick in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You too, man, can know uh, the curse of pockets that were designed for women that yep. hold nothing. And then, uh, <laughs> now I know. And then, uh, and then immediately we find out that uh, David Thirteen, which uh, which Willow and I were asking, whatever happened to uh, David's one through twelve? Oh, you don't want to know. No, no, it's de- definitely horrible. Uh, David Thirteen, which we find out is Air Force One, has been hijacked by a. A counter yeah, they, government they, group. It's something right. liberation. It's like the American Union something workers, liberation, liberation front. Liberation yeah. front or something. She had to read her entire manifesto, which always got me thinking. <laughs> like the pilot who hijacked the plane, like she probably doesn't really believe this if she didn't memorize what she was gonna say. <laughs> it's written She's like flying a, a plane and reading, and it's written on like a cocktail napkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's in her pocket. <laughs> Not only that, it's she's so in a plane that's going down, so she's reading like 30, 30 words a second. Then we have the Liberation Front. Wait a minute. Well, I'm a dark man, so we're going to have to. Oh, God, there's a plane. There's a plane. There's... <laughs> Buildings are coming fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. She was nuts. But, uh, and then we find out the, uh, the president has a, a briefcase, um, which he, he handcuffs to himself. What's in and the briefcase? Then, what we find out later. Later which, on, yeah. It, I, I, I do have a question. I understand this is jumping ahead. 
the pre- this guy, you know who he is, the president. He's got yep. a briefcase handcuffed to him. Why does it take them an hour and 25 minutes into the movie before the criminals go, hey, I wonder what's in that briefcase? Oh, yeah, when, like, Bizarro, I, like, I wrote down, like, Danny Elfman, Steve Buscemi, or or <laughs> yes. weird Christopher Walken. Like, he's a, yes. Yeah, he's also. a cross between David Bowie and Steve Buscemi. Oh, he's definitely the Goblin King. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, hopped up on and he has cocaine. Sonic the Hedgehog's hair. He does yeah, have yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog's hair. <laughs> and uh, so he, so... The the president handcuffs the case to him, and then he gets in the pod, uh, the the egg of superiority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was immediately reminded of Duke Nukem. Uh, ninjas have kidnapped the president. Are you bad enough to save him? Yes. Oh, bad dudes. Bad dudes. Bad Are you dudes. A bad enough dude? Are you bad enough dude to rescue the president? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, like, Snake is. It has to be this movie that sparked this whole thing. Uh. And then the egg gets ejected into New York as the plane crashes. And right. I, I love how, I, I'm assuming they thought he'd just be safe in there, and he is safe in there for a grand total of 20 seconds before right. he is not in that egg anymore. <laughs> Listen, when you convert New York City into a maximum security penitentiary that is now walled off from the mainland, some stuff's going to go down what, if the president crashes. Right. What did you think was going to happen? I don't know. Maybe you thought he was going to miss the island and land in the water. No, he's, he's on Maybe. a good tra- tra- trajectory. I love the graphic, too. I, I, I don't know if you guys were impressed with the graphic of the plane hitting the yes. thing, dispersing, and the little egg going, doo, 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 like an yes. arc safely to the ground through the building. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, oh, all, all the graphics this in this movie, I felt like they were like, hey, you know what? We have all these really cool computer graphics. How many can we shove in the movie at once? Well, fun <laughs> fact about the computer graphic. You know when, this is jumping ahead a little bit, whenever you see the, 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 the neon city, Mm-hmm. Like when he's looking through scanners and like flying through the buildings and things like that. Yep. That's not computer. That is a actual model painted black with glow tape that they flew cameras slowly through. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. It looks really good for what they did. I, I, that's amazing. I had no idea. I imagine that must have been significantly cheaper in 81 than yes. actual computer graphics. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Ironic. Say, oh, what? Sorry. I was going to say, at this point, I questioned if. Like when they f- land and they find out the cr- the egg's been broken. <laughs> Sorry, the egg's been cracked. <laughs> right, right. I asked if it was an episode of Bones, and I have a theory. Oh, oh yes. Wait, wait, oh, yeah. Willow remade this movie like three times. This is a good one. Okay. So, this is an episode of Bones where they have to find out who broke open the egg and set Mr. Important on fire, examining the flaming bones where they... Try to find Mr. Important, or where they find out that Mr. Important was actually using a fake identity because his ident because he's identical to the real Mr. Important and is actually Mr. Nobody that killed the real Mr. Important, stole his identity, and used the way people treated Mr. Important to raise his self esteem. Don't wait for the killer is a triplet who also. <laughs> Trying to be the real Mr. Important so he can get inside info to blow up all of New York because some because of some childhood trauma. We'll sit and I love how specific yeah. you are, but it's just some childhood trauma. <laughs> right, you were real specific until the very end of that. It was like, yeah, it doesn't really matter what happened to him. That's amazing. Well, that's awesome. Just, yep. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I also watched that movie. Uh, I, I'd watch that. Uh, movie that's an episode of there's a reason. There's watch. a reason Bones has been on for like 19 seasons or uh, whatever yeah, it is. Absolutely. 
Uh, and then we, uh, and then we see, uh, what I dubbed clown copters as, as, <laughs> as 45 black ops come out of two helicopters yeah. Oh, yeah. and swarm Hall the city. Wait, I wrote this down. Helicopters three and eight. What happened to four through seven? Were they on lunch? So what were they eating? Well, if they have three through eight in this film, that's two more helicopters than no, Escape from LA had. and eight. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the numbers eight. again? Uh. Not three yeah. through eight, just three and eight. Three and eight, right. Uh, in Escape from L.A., they used all CG copters, and it looks laughable. And I'm like, in 81, you could make a 3D city and fly real helicopters, and then whatever it was, 97, when they made that movie, it's like, all right, I guess. Well, this was leading up to Ghost of Mars, so. I know. <laughs> I know. Something was going on in, yeah, in Carpenter's yeah. life. Uh, so that's that's we 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 find they uh, the do they, do they have a name the team that resides in the Statue of Liberty they must I, I, I mean they just they refer to themselves as the, police. it's the United States Police Force that's what yeah, they're yeah, okay. actually okay. call it it's very because they, they converted them to an army okay so there's no Mister no 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 no, no quote like an army <laughs> like an army oh yes true <laughs> like, like an, an army, army. Force. like because, an army because we yeah. don't want to imply that the army has done this no 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 it's the state of new york <laughs> yeah what's the army doing <laughs> like an army <laughs> they're fighting they're fighting hey. world war three no they're having oh, yeah. team they're over, france they're over in no. leningrad and they're in france that's, that's right, right. <laughs> it's all coming together <laughs> the, the subtext the subtext yeah. of this film so then uh they they uh they they show up the pod's empty they have cut off the president's finger yeah sonic shows up with sonic, the finger yes. yeah yeah razorhead is terrifying and uh, and he says if you don't get out of here i'm going to count backwards from like 30 and if you're not out of here we're going to kill him and he just and starts he counts counting almost the entire way and he doesn't he doesn't stop counting like it, it doesn't no. matter i will say that i did like the that part of it where it's like no 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 quarter will be given no this is my movie and he's just counting down, and I, I was thinking, man, what if we hear like three in the background? This movie's gonna be over. <laughs> yeah, and what I also really like how when once they're leaving, like because super creepo Sonic the Hedgehog guy, he like hisses at them at the end. Like, <laughs> yes, he does. Like, he gets to like three, and then he just goes, <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, they're gone, dude. I like, told you, they won. They no, can't hear you. The he, chopper sounds are drowning you out. No, no, no. He's definitely theatrical for for him. <laughs> that was a choice he made. That was yeah. a choice he, he wanted made. to feel good about them. himself. Yeah. Ah, that was a good one, Sonic. A yeah. good one. Yep. Yeah. You showed them. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. One day, one day, that guy will not be the understudy for Goku. <laughs> He'll be oh the God. Goku. <laughs> so then, then we have uh, the the first real time. I think you hear Pliskin talk. You have the sit down, right, the between, scene with him and Hauk in the office. Yeah, Lee, Lee Van Cleef. So, and, uh, so I had a question. Which movie do you think he spoke more in, this or Soldier? I got to be honest. I bet you Soldier wins out for lines yeah. spoken. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Soldier, if you take <laughs> no, out, I think I think in Soldier he says a total of like eight words. Right? If you take out yes sir and no sir, he speaks forty one words. Wow. wow, that's it. That's yeah. pretty good. And I love that movie. Now, one one thing I love about this scene, and uh, again, if you if you haven't seen this film, one, what's wrong with you? Go out and see this film, and two, um, it's it's the classic. Okay, we need a bad enough dude to rescue the president. Right, right now, you're here. We know, you know, you know, rap sheet a mile long. You're gonna go in and save the president. But what I love is 
he just pulls, he just opens a drawer and just pulls out a piece of paper and says, this is a pardon. <laughs> yes. Like he's just got a sheet, like a stack of them in his desk. And he's yep, just like, he's ready. Yep, here he's we just, go. Got another one. This his first Rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love that. He's just like, I got a pardon right here in this desk. He could, yeah. he could have just said, we'll get you one. But no, no, no. He has the prop. It's right here. <laughs> I think this is honestly, this, this scene, I feel like is the first time and 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 you guys and and Willow in particular can correct me if I'm wrong that like there's like something like truly engaging I mean conversationally every other conversation has been sort of superfluous or an info dump and this one I feel like was the first time I was like oh okay I get what he's doing I get who Snake is I mean there's some classic lines from both of them the banter wise that action movies that I mean it's it's clutch what was that Willow I just thought he was like a ripoff from The Simpsons. This this predates the Simpsons not yeah. by much, but it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah which I, which one of them? Both of them? Snake, what? right? Because Snake from the Simpsons. Is that yeah, the, the snake. The gotcha. Con. The con, the con from the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah, isn't he a con in the movie? He is. He yes. Is. Yeah. yeah. See, it's all. <laughs> yes, it's I'm a con. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Same dude. Different clothes. Uh, and uh, so this leads into uh, which which I will say was my first favorite scene of the movie is the slow crawl across the weapons because this is 1981 oh, what yeah. do we need mini uzis and ninja stars i <laughs> love the fact that there's ninja stars and he uses them he, he sure does, does. <laughs> boom headshot, headshot. <laughs> oh my goodness headshot that was yep unison headshot father and headshot. daughter beautiful oh uh, we got a story about that beautiful but, yeah. uh yeah and so he starts uh so Snake starts getting together. Well, they, it's, uh, it's, it, it's the classic scene. They show all the weapons. They don't actually go over all the weapons. They only go over the tech. They, they go right. over that he has a a bracelet that will... It has like a special like catch on it that, yes. will, that will work for 15 minutes that will alert them to exactly where he is. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's really the only thing they go over. Well, and the countdown uh, clock. That's, uh, the yes, countdown that's true. Clock. That's true, because they and, only have 22 hours to rescue the president because he has to deliver... Um, what, the briefcase, what, some, some this thing in the briefcase. physics fusion, right? Fusion thing. Oh, well, that's no, the best. So when Snake asks what's in the briefcase, and Hawk is just sick of hearing Snake talk, and he's like, "Do you know anything about nuclear fusion?" And Snake, even Snake's like, "Fine, oh, all right, right. I don't fine. need to know anymore." So, so does the movie I transfer it out of nuclear fusion? Does the movie not know how time and space works? Because he goes, "Well, he's got to be in Hartford and." In 24 hours, you have 22. I immediately go to Google. I'm like, it's two hours, 50 minutes by plane. But How? not in future 1997. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's a train that goes you know right what? there. I didn't think of the future. You're right. I didn't think of the future. This is the future. They had But technically, planes. to us, it's in the past, and Google would be the right now. So they would it be longer in the past? <laughs> they would, which is they also would, uh, the future? Ready, Matt? Boom! <laughs> Alternate timeline. Alternate timeline. <laughs> this is this is what they refer to Willow as as a a retro futurist film, where um any film that takes place in that that was made in the or past movie time to show what was happening in the future, so like Star Trek, retro futurist. It's a '60s version of what they thought the future was going to be like. This is the yeah. same thing. Yeah. It's I mean, it's not much. It's only a few years, but. Yeah. It is. It's a retro futurist. Well, you know what? You're always saying, I want to see the person to write that movie that we come up with. Mm. Willow is doing that live Willow, as we go yeah. along. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, true. really. That's true. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
you got to keep some semblance of, of attention here. So, in, just... Matt is in New York. He, he's, he's, he's giving us our time. I, I need to escape. Once we're done with this, I can finally escape. Oh, that's oh. what we're leading up to? Fantastic. Yeah, this movie's okay. supposed to teach me how to do that. Oh. <laughs> that's why we had him watch the documentary Escape from New York. <laughs> it's a docudrama now. It's a docudrama, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what do I do? So I get in a glider now? Is that what I do? Apparently, that's the. You have to find the egg. Point one, find the egg. Right. Point two, find a lovable cabbie watching a bizarre review (laughs) that was never quite explained. What is going on there? So let me let's 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 talk about sort of that for a minute. So actually, actually, hold on, hold on, because we can get there real quick. We just have to say before they put Pliskin in New York, they put bombs in his neck. Yes. That will blow up if he does not make it back. When that clock hits zero on his wrist, that's yes. that's so. You know, uh, one thing that this film is very good about is constantly raising mistakes. Carpenter's always very good about this, mm-hmm. and uh, this film is is no different. So he makes it to to New York. He 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 glides in and lands on the world trade. Yeah. And then this is where we get to the bizarre. Hold, review. hold on, no, hold on. I I know you want to talk about the review. I have a a stick in my craw. That Uh-oh. I had to get out because Willow saw me like my eyes were bulging. Um, what? I, I'm not a uh-huh. weapons expert. Mm-hmm. The two things oh, you yeah. cannot put on an Uzi are a silencer and then a goddamn scope. Because <laughs> the minute you go to fire that thing, I, sh- I go to I go to Willow. I go, you know what an Uzi's like? <laughs> you know what an Uzi with with a scope is? Oh my eye! Oh my eye! Oh my eye! <laughs> He has an eye patch. That's why he's got the eye patch. Also, I will, I hate to keep going back to this, but future, we don't know what future past (laughs) Uzi's are going to be like. Future Uzi. Alternate timeline future Uzi. Okay, hands up, I acquiesce. Future in the past. (laughs) Yeah, the past future Future Uzi's. Future Uzi's. Alternate timeline Uzi. Alternate, uh, I'm okay. Okay, you're right. When will then be now? Okay, so let's get to where the film decides we've had enough of 1997 New York. Let's go to 1940s New York. Oh, and so, I, I will say there, there, there was a quick line that, that made me laugh when they put the bombs in his neck and they go, oh, we knew you were just going to try to get in that plane and go to Canada. And I wrote, <laughs> even in, in bizarre future 97, people are fleeing the U.S. to go to Canada. Yeah. Like, it's a police state, man. We've got to get out. So they stopped him by putting bombs in his neck so he wouldn't flee to Canada. Everyone wants a donut. You want your health care, Bliskin, not on America's watch. No, You're going to go to the government-sanctioned health care site like everybody yeah, else. That's right. You're going to wait in line. That's you right. Love he, it. he just wanted to get to a Timmy Hose. That's all he wanted. That's, that's all he yeah. wanted. That's it. Uh, okay, okay. We have cut Matt off like five times, yeah. sir. So, no, no. So I just want to say, you know, so he, you know, he lands. He goes down. He's dealing with some stuff. He he goes all around the, and that's sort of where we start seeing these great big long shots of these great sets, the crashed plane and the the egg and all that stuff. And he starts tracking the president. He tracks him to this playhouse. Now. Something I really like about this movie, and I haven't seen it. There's a lot, obviously, that is wrong with the movie. There's no question, especially it doesn't age well everywhere. But one thing it does very strongly is after the slow beginning and after the info dump of, like, now it's a prison and Snake has to go in, it never sort of explains how New York prison works or, like, the ecosystem inside. You just experience it. Which I really appreciate, and not and the, the the last film that really has it like beat it over the head like any other film 
other than Mad Max, because Mad Max just did this recently, and it's wonderful, would, would like beat you over the head being like, the Duke is part of this gang, and there's this gang over here that wants to do this, and don't go here. Like, it's all this needless info when you can just show a character that's not supposed to know what's going on walking into all of these strange situations that will inform you about the world he's in. And there's a, the, the, the cabaret that these dudes are putting on in this old theater, like it's a musical and they're singing a song about dilapidated, destroyed prison New York. Uh, and you're like, oh, like, this. people have kind of made this into a community. Like, they're doing theater. And that's something that, like, I feel like it, it, very rarely, especially in this time period of movies, like, everything's normally spoon-fed to you. And this one, I feel, was very, like, it, it, it treats its audience with a certain level of respect and be like, well, if you're interested in this, you can read in as much as you'd like. So uh, as somebody uh, who, somebody who didn't see the movie, and, and I mean, it's kind of cool that Willow, you know, you're with this too. So I just want to say <laughs> one thing, and you can agree with it or not. First of all, Matt, that was awesome because you're right. It's not something I thought of while watching the movie for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. You're right. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but the primary one is – I did like the scene because you're right. Uh, as soon as it did start, I did think, oh, this is just prison life for these people. They've gone mad and they're putting on a show for themselves. And the way you explain it, you're absolutely right. The whole movie is like that. It's just this is just what's ha- – the Duke is just the Duke. You don't know why. You don't know why he's in charge, Motives, how he got up people. there. Motives. It, it's great. Um, I I watched that one of the uh, the newer prison, like space prison movies. And you're right. They spent 15 minutes explaining, this is this guy. This is why this is important. This is how we lock them down. And, and Oh, Lockdown. You're talking about Lockdown. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, Lockdown. <laughs> and, and it just – it's an okay action movie, but you're right. They they have to give every detail with this movie. I will say it's very organic in that way. Willow, what did you want to say? <laughs> okay. I bet, I bet, Willow, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you thought that this was a masterful use of the show don't tell – uh, uh, a carpenter loves to do <laughs> just loves to show and not tell true no. because like you if we show you a sign you're not going to read it nah. right ah. if, if, yeah. but nah. but if we show Unless you pictures free money over there. you'll pay attention to those right <laughs> yeah okay so 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 works. were you expecting the french at this part of the movie or <laughs> where were you disappointed the french didn't show up well i actually wrote what i thought would happen near the end but, oh, so you're just checked out till the last five minutes of the podcast? No. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Okay. I thought the French people would just make it more interesting at the end. Uh, yeah. So one thing I will say about... How they made the how, how the Americans made the Eiffel Tower, hopefully, and they made the Statue of Liberty. Hopefully. They, hopefully. We didn't. But Zero fact-checking. Okay. Good. So why don't you go check my social studies grades? Alternate, alternate, alternate timeline. Alternate timeline. timeline. Yeah, yep. it all led to this. Now, um, how come Ernest Borgnine is the only one who seems remotely excited about that show? I know. He's I know. like, he's like, this is fantastic, and everyone well, else he's is kind of the only shy. lovable character, right? Like, yeah, no, he is literally the only person who seems like a decent person. You know what though? But he's he's like, but he's like some other characters that we talked about. He's the quiet. He, he's the quirky dude that makes you go. What did this guy do? He murdered his family and buried them in shallow graves. Yeah. And he was smiling the whole freaking time. It's the only way that explains why he's in this hellhole. Yeah. For, and for he has years. Molotov cocktails. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like, yes. Already. 
That's it. I mean, he, which he uses while chatting casually. Like, <laughs> that's like what I whatever. Mean. That's what I mean. He's <laughs> casual oh, around. Up, uh, he's casual here. around violence. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> just got to keep the locals in check. <laughs> so uh, I liked him. I did like him though. I did, so um, this is this is the part of the film where we also find out that Snake Plissken has global moderate fame. Yes. <laughs> everyone yes. knows who he is. But Every everyone person. thinks he's dead. And everyone and did, did you notice uh, this, Matt? I was I was talking to Paul about this. Everyone who says I heard you were dead dies in the film. Oh. Every every person. I thought that was really funny. I know. Really? Yeah, I didn't pay attention, but yeah. <laughs> Caddy says it, Duke says it, Brain says it, Maggie says it, uh his wife in real life says it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the five. And it, in uh, in in um, in L.A., everyone says, "I thought you'd be taller," <laughs> and they don't get taller. But everyone in this movie who said Snake was dead, they, well, they bite I, it. I, I was telling Greg, you know, because we do the uh, the little clip at the the stinger. I want to see if I can just find a supercut of everybody saying, "I thought you were dead," and just end oh, it, it with exists. that. It's got to be out, there. right? It's got to be out there. Somebody yeah. has to. Um, so now. Uh, so he's look. He's gone looking for the president. Uh, he finds that the president's bio tracker um, is at, was actually taken off and put on some homeless guy. A crazy the, the, person. Yeah. The the, uh, the other homeless guy from They Live. Yes, that's, that's I who thought it was. I recognized yeah. him. I swear I recognized the, the, him. the homeless guy who who sells out and and becomes yes. like a. Uh, Okay, rich thank you. In they live. Oh, yeah, they, that's who that is. And that that's his two Carpenter appearances. Again, and he's done. Two Carpenter films that he's out, just like Donald right. Pleasance, yes. Halloween, <laughs> this, well, and he's gone. Yeah. This whole scene, this whole scene of Snake going to the basement of the theater and finding the crazy guy, he experiences some stuff. He experiences two things in the basement that tell you exactly who Snake Plissken is. He experiences a, a, a woman getting assaulted. Yeah. Or it could be a woman. You're not even sure, really. And he experiences a dude trying to steal his boots with the help of, like, three other dudes. Yeah. And you learn a couple things about Snake Plissken. One, he doesn't give a crap about anybody but him getting out of there. Absolutely. Because so he, he doesn't sees, help He anyone. sees the assault and goes... Well, that's happening. Well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, awful. Moves on. She doesn't look like the president. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the second thing is, you realize he's got this sort of preternatural, awesome fight. Like he's a badass, and he can take care of himself. And he beats off. He like knocks yeah, out three dudes. Yeah, he beats a couple guys off. Yeah. Um, um, not not like that, but <laughs> right, right. He beats them uh, off. So we're a family, family show. Family show. Yeah, family show. Family show. Uh, he, so, like, you learn this stuff very quickly because up until now, you've just heard people be like, "Oh man, snakes! Snakes a badass!" Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You you haven't really seen him fight anybody. Do anything? You, yeah. You know, yeah. we can fly a plane. Break you know, glass. Can, you know, no, he, you know, he's also a licensed hands. electrician because he gets that elevator working where oh, the wires yeah. are all three seconds. Three seconds without electrocuting himself, which I was very impressed because he doesn't have gloves when he should. No, he did. No, Snake Plissken doesn't need gloves. Did you? Remember that point? I don't I was know if we're going for the... ahead anymore. He breaks like sixteen windows. Nothing yeah, on his hands. Right after nothing. this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Oh, hey, look. Fine. Oh, no. nothing. No. <laughs> he's totally. It does fine. make you wonder how he lost the eye if he's that badass, though, doesn't it? I feel like he must have gouged it out just to I... say, "Haha, look it at this must patch." Be really tough. I believe Matt knows how he lost that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. In fact, know how he lost it. I think it's in the war when he rest when he rescued um. Where he got two purple hearts in one of the wars, and I think that's actually in in the timeline. Uh, that's where he lost his eye was in in the war. You know. Okay. But if it's a fashion choice, I wanted to bring out 
He should get rid of the eye patch, find new pants, and a new hairstyle. Might I suggest Ronaldo's? It'd go good with his beard. Well, I, Willow, you should watch Escape from L.A. because he gets a whole new outfit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's Wait. how Snake Plissken got his groove back. <laughs> he kind of yeah. goes all Matrix in it. He goes all black leather and you know stealth tech. You know what's funny, Matt? You make a point that this is what we thought the the New York would look like in the future. And there's a mm-hmm. this is like an 80s movie. Escape from L.A. I mean, it's outside of our range, kind of. Maybe we'll do it, but... That movie is like the epitome of the 90s. It's yeah. awful CGI. It's mm-hmm. over the top. Everything explodes every five seconds for no reason. Bruce Campbell's yeah. in it. Yep. 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 It's, like, it's, it's, it's like the beginning and of what surfing. Michael Bay would and be. And surfing. And surfing. Right. It's everything 90, the 90s were were. Mm-hmm. Wait, wow. was Faster Carpenter made in that? Pulse era? of the Pulse of the Masses. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really got it, the no? finger on the ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, so right after this, uh, so, so he, so Pliskin finds out that the, the, who he thought was the president, someone just had his, his tracker. Yes. And then he, uh, wow. he's, he's back on the street and he sees a guy with a pipe just banging, yes. banging things. Yeah. And, and, and now, um, uh, now I have so, a question. Well, oh yeah. What, what? Where, where did he, where do you get a sweet wool cloak like that in the <laughs> middle of, of crime ridden New York? I'm from the skins of those rats. We say, we, we say this <laughs> a lot. Tied that with that the cloak tails. has been in his family for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, no, it's, it's, I just look Generations at, of mice. In my, in, looking at this now, I'm just like, Pliskin must play a lot of RPGs because that that guy's a quest hook. <laughs> yeah. That guy that guy is the quest hook. He's got a pipe. He's that guy should stuff. have an exclamation point. He's just missing the exclamation point. He's got a sweet cloak. He's clearly different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You follow mm-hmm. that guy because you know you know something's <laughs> happening. Blowing um, lights, yeah. And this is where the crazies come out. Right. Well, the oh, pipe yeah, guy the is, is another moment of like you see this dude with a crowbar banging on on um on uh, manhole covers. manhole covers. And uh, you're like, what the hell is going on? And then all of a sudden, all these crazies, much like the rats he got his cloak from, start coming out of the sewers, and (laughs) Snake has to take cover in an old coffee shop. Yes, chock full of nuts. Yep. Yep. Do they still make chock full of nuts? Yes, they do. What? I don't think they have, like, actual... No, it's not a location. No, they they just... It's just a brand of coffee now. Yeah, yeah, they do. What? Uh, Because I think I have some of my... I, I, I remember roofing board. as a as a as a teen. Um, chock full of nuts coffee was always yeah. was always yeah. There. Fun fact: uh, chock full of nuts coffee in alternate future nineteen ninety seven is basically Starbucks. They won <laughs> th- their version of the franchise war. That's right. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is where we meet um, unnamed girl who I mean it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Season Hubley slash yeah. Hubley. Uh, uh, who then? Uh, Immediately Who thinks yeah. he's dead. Yes, I, I heard you were dead. dead. First person to say I that. I think no, that second person. She's to say just that. a time waster. Because I asked, what does she add to the movie? I was kind of curious about that. Other than she's the second person to say, I heard you were dead and recognize him. I think the only reason she exists is to show that there's actually legitimate danger. It's it's kind of like it's not like Snake doesn't really care about her because he doesn't in the film, but like she gets basically tore through the floor by the crazies. Yeah. So she's the stakes raiser, right? She's the one that's like, oh, he needs to run. Like otherwise, these crazies have done nothing but run hunched over. 
That's and true, yeah, because for a while he's, like, running with them. Like, yeah, yeah, right? as long as I just keep on moving, they won't realize that I'm not one of them. That's, uh, that's How what... else are you going to motivate him to run, climb buildings, shoot a hole through a wall, like, in a circle, then crash through it? Is everyone it? sketchy in, a... in this town? Am I, am I the only one who, after he shot that just slot in his head, he was like, man, I really wasted those bullets. <laughs> and it just jumped right through this wall. Yep. yep. <laughs> no, I don't think Snake Plissken cares about, cares about bullets. Ammo no. comes on the floor. Yeah, he seems to have a never. Oh, hey, look, more ammo. Let's just put it in the pocket. Oh, yeah, wait, he's I living need it now. Yeah, he's okay. living Call of Duty. He just picks it up after each person right. he kills. It's the info clip. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, future uh, info clip. Uh, future future info clip. Future info clip. Because if he's got that damn silencer and scope, why wouldn't he have an infinite amount of bullets? Of course. Of course. Right now, now one thing I I looked up. There, there were a number of of scenes that were written in the script that were never filmed due to budgetary mm-hmm. constraints. And they explain that the crazies are crazy because the United States has spent the majority of its war budget bombing the planet with nerve gas. Yes. Um, and that, and so this is where those crazy people, it's like the gas is making them crazy and they live under the sewers. Well, there's a novelization um, of this movie. Which I desperately want to track down. I own a copy. Oh, that's of course you do. Uh, and they add a lot of weird stuff. In. Like, if you think anything in this film is weird, read the book. I'm, like, it's yeah, I'm, I'm weird. It. I definitely want to track that book down. What's up, Will? So I had a comment on the budgeting of this movie. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh let's like, hear it. I'm going to go to the part where they show all those cars with the fancy stuff on them. I think they, Oh, the Duke's car. Yes. Okay. I think they added all the extra stuff on them, trying to hide that they couldn't actually afford nice cars because they spent too much money on the fur that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> all the money went to that guy's fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that guy in the fur I think that's where it went. That's it. Well, to get to get to those cars, really all that happens is Pliskins is running from the crazies. Yeah, Cabby saves him, and he mm-hmm. says, "I need to go see the Duke." Cabby brings him to. It turns out one of his old buddies that like double crossed him mm-hmm. of the brain. Yeah, and the brain apparently works with the Duke. Now, is yeah. it the brain or just Brian? It, it's, it's brain. brain. <laughs> it's brain. It's Brian. Everyone's uh, pronouncing his name wrong. Well, I'll tell you what, Willow. Um, just to help you out, uh, they saved money on the budget. Um, by only giving Adrian Barbeau half a dress. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, who, who, she was yeah. married to John Carpenter at the time. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, well. There you go. Hey, that's yeah, apparently, that's, that. that's how you get in the movies, be married to someone who's in it. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. Or associated yeah. with it. Right? That's Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. So they're in the car. Could have gone faster. Instead, they get beat up because they're. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're jumping, jumping, jumping a little ahead here. I know exactly the scene you're talking about, and I'm, we're going to talk about that. Talk. Do not worry. You just missed the. Well, no, I know why you're jumping ahead, but you just did. Oh. You fast forward. So, I don't have anything so we find me. out. We find out that uh, Brain was, I believe, a getaway driver, and he did not wait during the Federal Reserve heist. Which they shot. They shot the when he oh, robs the bank in Cleveland did. or Chicago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a deleted scene you can get in the special thing, and it's awful. It's truly awful. Oh, oh, um, yeah. It's just not finished, and it's just ugh, oh, okay, and everything yeah. feels empty. Um, but yeah, so he's the reason. He's one of the reasons that one of Snake's jobs went south, uh, and he got locked up, and he changed his name to Brain because he's the smart guy and figured out how to get the Duke gasoline. 
And actually, you see, because he's holed up in the public yeah, library, he, I think. Yeah, he's got, he's got an actual oil rig in the middle of a library. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, you find wh- that sweet, that, that bubbling tea wherever you can. <laughs> That's right. That sweet bubbling tea. <laughs> well, you know what he ought to do is get out of there. <laughs> yeah. west, west is where you ought to be. That's right. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that spinoff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he finds the brain. Um, this is where I brought Everyone goes, well, you take, at, at this point, they know if he gets the president. So now Cabby's there, Adrian, Barbeau, whatever, Maggie. Maggie, um, Brain, Brain, and Cabby. So they all, all know he needs the president, and mm-hmm. he's got a way out. Because now Snake told the military guys, I can't fly it out. Right. But he, he knows he yeah. can. Everyone starts going, well, you got to take me with you. The glider's like... That glider holds two people, Max. I doubt it. No, I doubt it. I think Snake's entire plan was, I'm going to take the president's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Clown Because that's all that can fit in that damn glider. Because he... he, Clown glider. Clown glider. Yeah. The clown glider. It's a great character moment because all he's doing is sort of promising that people can go with him if they help him. And he's not going to take them. No, 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 he's not. (laughs) Zero intention. And that's the thing. They're all like, well, you're going to take me with you. He's like, yeah, sure. Where's the president? (laughs) Yeah. In that that way you would tell a kid, can we go to the movies this weekend? Sure. In your mind, you know, that ain't happening. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yep. You keep believing that till Barney comes on. (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the we'll see who <laughs> we'll see character. Yeah. Yes. We'll see. Not That's good. Let's get in this whole movie. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willow will knows all about the I guess we'll as see a child, it's not cool. It's a classic gambit. Uh so then And uh, then and then the cars of the chandeliers show up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is so this, Wait, this apparently piqued your interest, Willow. Let's gonna say we skipped story time this week. I have a story time. Oh, so okay. My dad's okay. getting a toaster oven. He said, "Oh yeah, we'll see if we have if I'll buy you a new one or keep the old one for you." I had him write that down, so I'll have it in the future and pinned it on a pin board. Wait, that's just for assurance because so, I've heard uh, the so we'll Matt, see. Too you had many him times. write down that he might keep something. Yes. Yeah. What is I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard insurance. that. We'll see too many times. I can understand. I, I guess. Yeah. I can understand if he said, "I will save it for no, you." No, he's no wait. He said, "We'll get rid of the old one and I'll buy you a new one." That's what I had him write. Down. Okay, okay. And that's that, the that we'll sense. see. Very important distinction. That's the we'll see. That I don't want to see. <laughs> but, but hey, now that's etched in stone. Yep. The only yeah. way yeah, I signed it, Dad. Like, <laughs> sure, find a court that'll hold that up. The only way you get out of it is if you figure out how to jump timelines that's before right. you wrote it oh, in alternate nineteen ninety six. That's right. That's, that's right. my defense. I'm living. I'm living in John Carpenter's Escape from New York universe. Right. None of this is real. Yes. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I and I have. I don't know. I like the. Here. It's all a dream sequence. Will, Willow could or... take it to the court of public opinion, and then you'd be in trouble. Mm. Oh yeah, social media will. Hang She'll in. get a million votes on some social media site, like mm-hmm. everyone yeah. else who puts those dumb things. Like, my dad will let me keep this puppy if I get a million likes. Reddit, come on, <laughs> and they get a million <laughs> likes. Reddit, you won the internet. Great, congrats. Reddit? Gaming the system. Uh, yeah. Uh. So yeah, so he shows up and uh I I got to tell you I I I'm with Willow. I, some stuff happens and then they escape in a Volkswagen. 
I'm in a station wagon. Yeah, I I, I want to talk about um they they, the they steal a car. Floor. They steal a car because Cabby runs away. Cab, yeah, Cabby. I tell him immediately like, like the smart guy that he is. He, yep. he runs, and then they drive. They're, they're they're driving away, but they go just through. It's just like it seems like everybody is just lined up on this road with bricks. Well, they say something about it because they they they're driving well, he can, and they realize they're on Broadway. Yeah, and then Brain and Maggie freak out. Well, no, I think so. When he's getting away, I think they can either wait take like Thirty Eighth Street or Broadway. Maggie's saying take Thirty Eighth, and Brain's like, "No, that's the way the Duke will go. Take Broadway." Oh, and, right. And right, Maggie right. knows that's just a hellhole waiting. But Willow and I were watching like Snake doesn't give a damn. No, why is he less. driving twenty miles cautiously while getting <laughs> the car beat on? Is it Dude, a car just floor it and take out everybody. <laughs> Dude, is it a car or a parade float? It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I can I can logic my way out of this if you want to see some mental gymnastics. <laughs> the reason Snake doesn't gun it, in oh. my opinion, is if you've ever, I mean, I haven't gunned a car, a, a really crappy car, over a bunch of people, but I imagine after hitting two or three and running them over, you're gonna start to get stuck. Oh, say- oh, leg in the wheel well. Yeah, yeah, like oh, it's going to it's going to hinder you more than if you go slow cuz at least slow with the bars and the windows and stuff you can push people out of the way and they probably won't knowingly throw themselves under the wheels. Yeah, I guess that's now, yeah. Willow, would this have been a much funnier scene if if he had just run over everyone? Would you have like been <laughs> laughing really hard at this? Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. No Maybe if it was now. children, but uh, come on. You're, no you, saving now. You, you, you subscribe to that old Groucho Marx quote of most people think it's funny if a man dresses up like a woman and falls down a flight of stairs. But for a comedian, it has to be... No, 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 I screwed that up. Most people think it's <laughs> funny if a man dresses up like a grandmother and falls down a flight of stairs. But a true comedian knows it has to be an actual grandmother falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, there we okay. go. Uh, we'll edit that. Cool. We'll edit that so I don't sound like I'm, you know... No, drunk. No, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, the parade of the parade we, of we, slow death. We won't edit that because we don't. <laughs> we don't edit anything at all. Uh, <laughs> we say it every time, Matt, just to just because it makes people think we did. Yeah, because yeah, we can. Or you can even say something like, Dad? and then with the dogs in a park, and you're like, what the? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Uh, so they get so they get away. Um, Willow had a fantastic line in this. So. We keep talking about the cocaine-fueled 80s and how these movies are written. And she's got this hang-up on uh, No Holds Barred because that really oh. was written in, in oh, a yeah. coked-up state. She just suddenly goes, I think what happened, Dad, is the guy who wrote wait, my, wait. The, my grandpa movie. Did you actually write it down? Yes, I oh, did. Oh, my God. Oh, oh so let's good. hear it. I want to hear this. Nice. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were So, you know the crazy dude with, like, the porcupine hair? I said he's one of the dudes that were locked up in that hotel room writing grandpa movie. He was also so hyped up on cocaine that he didn't know what he's doing and auditioned for the movie, and they hired him because he didn't really need makeup or st- hairstyling. Yeah. 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 You, you know what? Woke, he hashtag woke up like this. Yes. <laughs> totally. Yeah, John, John Carpenter, uh, uh, 1997 had uh, strangely no real internet presence in, in this film for 1997. <laughs> Should have been AOL discs everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. That's the real at the, at the beginning of the movie, he says, I telefaxed yes. the, the White House. I like, telefaxed. We don't have mm-hmm. faxes at all. Yeah. 
I mean, we can't really blame this movie for that. Back to the Future did that. Yes. 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 Um, it's actually China. So, so this is this is the point where they they split up. Pliskin is gonna sneak get to get the president while Brain and At Maggie the train station, provide yeah. the, um, the distraction. They do they do the old looky loo, and um, Snake gets shot with a crossbow, crossbow. Yes. in the leg. And, and then throws oh, a ninja found, star. And then yes. throws a ninja star. Ninja found, star in the head. <laughs> I found what would make this movie more interesting. If Daryl Dixon was the one that shot him. <laughs> well, that would, that would be make it more interesting. Very interesting. Okay, I will okay. give you that. Your timeline mixing is very... Now you're all over the place. This is, this we already is, established you know it's what? already messed For up. For someone who hated Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you're basically trying to do that with this film. Yeah. You're just oh, cramming in all the different uh, uh, franchises into this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I can't say that would be a worse movie, though. I gotta be honest. Okay. People can't see your blank look. When? This should be a video. <laughs> no, it should so, be. No, just to show all my blank faces. Uh, a very long movie. It's like a montage so, at the end. Snake rescues the president in what is one of the shortest rescues in oh, cinema yeah. history. Oh, yeah, and instantly yes. gets caught. Yep. Yes. Uh, he literally walks outside and they're caught. And one thing one thing I will say, I, I know I've been praising this film since we started, but the fight sound effects, especially in this one, just sound like someone up to a mic going, <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like yes. it's very, it's very canned, and every yeah. time I watch it, at this point, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The fight scenes were a little. So this is this is where you get your first solid interaction with uh the Duke Isaac Hayes, mm-hmm. yeah, as the Duke. Who, by the way, one. I didn't even realize until until the wrestling ring scene, and when he starts talking, I just go, oh, it's Chef, it's Chef. Yeah. yeah, I totally missed Hello, that was children. Isaac Hayes. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Hello, children. Did anyone else think that the, the Duke's um, thugs were like proto-hipsters? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, they yeah, really, really were. 100%. Yeah. So, John that? Carpenter, finger on the ball. Uh, yeah, when visionary. They, when they capture, when they capture yeah. Snake... There is a very sort of hipstery type thing where almost every one of those proto hipsters steals a piece of clothing or tech from Snake right, and yes. starts wearing it. Yeah, yes. immediately, immediately. Yeah. Not like maybe with something is booby trapped. It's no. just like no. <laughs> one takes the safety it. catch button. Uh, one, the the big wrestler takes the countdown clock. Yep. Someone takes his um his uh what else? Oh, the tracker. Yep, the tracker. Yep. Uh, I will say I I did write at one point. Um, I think everybody at the end of this movie has trust issues um, because they all think <laughs> yeah. he's dead and he's not. Their whole world has been turned upside down. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't true. know what to believe on the outside anymore. No. I would love to draw some kind of Christ-like parallel with Snake Plissken, but I just can't. I I, I didn't have the time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I if if we had the time, I could do it. But <laughs> That's right. I think America thinks. Uh, no, we yeah. have to get to the uh, the incredibly the, on the nose. The arena fight? A giant snake tattoo because. Yes. Thank you. That's where, my, that's where my nickname comes from. <laughs> mm-hmm. My giant ass tattoo. I, was, I wanted right to ask on Matt. His stomach. Does that tattoo come first or does the name come first? <laughs> Did he get the tattoo? That's the question. Maybe it's like the know. same time kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, how'd you get a, a giant <laughs> the tattoo? Same was... time. Guess no. I better call myself Snake now. <laughs> no. like, he actually wanted a piranha, and the tattoo artist messed up, and he's like, 
Ah, uh, well, now I'm snake. <laughs> Can't be the bear. Call myself now. Piranha now. <laughs> no, he thought I'm gonna get a giant tattoo of a snake, so I can be called Snake. Yes, yep. that's a good way to do it too. Um, uh, and by the way, uh, where do we think the tail ends? <laughs> Not for a while. That's an excellent question. Family friendly. Family friendly. Moving on. Uh, uh, one thing, real quick, before we get into the the big fight. There's a scene, a random nonsense scene, where a helicopter lands. Twelve guys get out clown car style to go pick up the briefcase, like the that they oh left, yeah, the show yeah, that yeah they yeah, had yep, the tape yep, inside in Central Park, I assume. Right. Uh, fun fact that I never noticed, and did you guys notice this? Because that shot's expensive. They shoot it for a long time, the helicopter flying up, and it, that shot cost money back in the day. Yep. So it lands, and all the clown car troops get out, and they run forward. One of them trips and face plants. Yeah, right out of the helicopter. I totally did not see yeah. that. And gets up, and it's like, whoa, whoa, And you know that they only shot that yep. once because that's all they could so, afford. Right. So That's as, it. As we were watching that, I just said out loud, Come on, Gary, get it together. Because <laughs> he does. That was some guy's cousin. <laughs> that was totally some guy's cousin. He does. He jumps out of the helicopter, takes one step, and goes he's down. <laughs> Gary, you got to quit drinking. Come on, we Gary, talked get about it this. together. It's 1997, no, Gary. It's the future. You I'm sorry, I'll get a next take. There is no next take, Gary. Listen, Gary, I vouch for you. <laughs> you're making me really, a. Gary? You're making a fool out of me, Gary. <laughs> Really, Gary? Like, oh, come on, Gary. <laughs> really? Gary never worked well, alternate like 1997 again. No, he never, <laughs> never did. did. They just they left, left him. him there. They didn't, they didn't put him back in the plane. Oh, sorry, Gary. We ran out of room. There was plenty of room when we got here. It's like a crocodile, Gary. Like, really, Gary? <laughs> yeah. Come on, so like, fun. just for once. Can you just be cool? <laughs> Can you just be cool for once, Gary? Nope. Just for once. Yeah. Yes, Come I did notice that. I'm glad you brought that up. So they... Yeah, no, I wanted to. I, but the fight, the fight, the fight is sort of a, the, the one of the action pinnacles of the movie. <laughs> okay. And, and it's like, now, what, what, I, what I found interesting, aside from the fact that I thought this looked a little bit like a Mumford and Sons video in certain areas, yeah. was that, are there rounds to this fight? No, so we actually kind of brushed over what's happening. Like, the, the snake gets thrown into a, a grudge match where the Duke and all of the Duke's sort of warriors are, like, watching well, him fight this one giant. One man enters, one man leaves. Two men right. enter, one man leaves. Right, yeah. yeah, it's Thunderdome rules. Yeah, definitely. And I, I never oh. know what building that in New York that's supposed to be. Like, in my brain, they fought in Madison Square Garden, but that's obviously not Madison yeah, Square I was, Garden. Yeah, I was like, is it, because, like, there, there's the, the stained glass window. I was like, is this supposed to be, like, like a really low Maybe. rent? Cent, uh, Grand Central Station. That's Central. what I, yeah, that's what I, I think it is. I, I think it's. They, well, to... I mean, they they filmed almost none of this in New York. I mean, it was no, almost right. all in St. Louis. But yeah, but um, yeah. Okay, anyway, so yeah. that's what I, I was thinking. Like I, that, that's what I thought. Rent. I don't know Grand exactly. But I, that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 they have uh, Maggie and the Brain. Maggie are... and the Brain. Maggie <laughs> and the Brain. Mm-hmm. One that's is right. a bimbo. The other's insane. We're not going to go down the rabbit hole of which one's which. We'll be here all night. No. Yeah. Uh, th- while Snake is battling, they're rescuing the president for, for for themselves. Not like they're not trying to get Pliskin out of there. They're just like, hey, opportunity. Yeah. Also, set up uh, Sonic the Hedgehog before they axe him and, yes. and rescue the president is wearing Cabby's hat. Yes. Yeah. And, he, and they're like, "Whoa, well, where'd you get that? Got it from Cabby. How? Traded him for what? None of your business. Right. Foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. It's a setup. 
and uh, Donald Pleasance is wearing a wig for no apparent reason. Oh, no, they dressed him up. But it's awesome. It, it totally fits the movie. The president. Um, and uh, and then Snake has the easiest escape of his life when he, mm-hmm. he beats the tough guy. Because they, they have um, bats with nails in them, and he finally outmaneuvers the guy and hits him in the head. And then some guy just yells like, ah, they kidnapped the president, and everyone just leaves. So here's the thing. Everyone starts shouting, snake, snake, snake. So he's the hero. Yeah. And yet, he turned the tide that and, fast. But the Duke still looks like he's going to kill him. Like, who are you going to convince at this point? He's their champion. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's why you never put your you never put the guy you want to kill in the grudge match. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's never that's worked it. out. No, no. That has never worked out, ever. Nope. That's why Zeus went through the went through the mat. It's, it's just, yeah. that's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it so worked yeah. once. Once. Barabbas. What? Once. <laughs> that's it. It's the only time that's ever worked. Barabbas? What? Yeah. When Jesus was on trial, they're like, whoa, how about Barabbas? And everyone's like, yeah, Barabbas. Oh, well, that didn't work. Sorry. Next time, buddy. Yeah. I okay. really didn't expect him to call my bluff. I, just, I, I didn't expect it. Okay. I really uh, just love this Barabbas dude. He's okay. a man of the people. Okay. So we got to get to... Uh, only because... I mean, we're starting to get a little long, but... Right, we are. Uh, yes, yes. But I do want to get to uh, what I can only call um, the... Uh, basically, the stupidest fight scene I've ever seen on top of... Uh, the World Trade Center because yeah. if you notice, people are throwing rocks and shoes <laughs> in that scene. Yes, and I'm like, why and throw a shoe? And they push off the glider, and I'm like, how did why they all get anyone, there? Why would how anyone, did they all get there? Why would anyone push that, push that that thing off? It's just they they because just, they're crazy. Nobody, yeah, nobody like nobody can have it type thing. Like they just so <laughs> right. If I can't, if leave, I can't have it, I can't leave the island. No one's leaving the island. So they set up this thing where. Uh, Snake and the how does it go? Snake and the president get away somehow, and Maggie and Brain drove after they found out where the glider was to the World Trade to try to steal the glider. And you kind of walk into that fight yes. mid fight when Snake gets up there with the president. Yes, right? yeah. Brain and Maggie are already up there, right? And without getting too much into that scene, once they re- the glider goes down, they realize they have to escape. They go back downstairs. <laughs> And they try to start Brain's car to drive across the 67th Street Bridge because Brain has a map where the mines are, so he thinks they can escape that way. The Duke in however long it's been, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, a ha- 20 minutes, No, no, no hold say. on. I have a question. The World Trade Center is how yeah. many stories? Taller than they, than they and could they do And they took it. the stairs. Now, granted, they look a, a little winded. You're right. talking what? Seven hours <laughs> to go up and down it's, those yeah, stairs. Oh, no, I mean it is forty-six. It is really. I, I would. I wish we had done <laughs> the math on this. Actually, stairs. yeah. It's wow, nuts. That's going to be a lot of stairs, right? But that's it. Uh, you know, they had the Duke had all that what time they while they were climbing before? the stairs. Yeah, he had a lot. The, the I... World Trade Centers. Um, okay. I think it was one hundred and ten stories. One hundred and ten <laughs> stories. So you figure what? Twenty seconds per story. It, if, if you're in peak, if, 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 you're peak in, if, you haven't, if you haven't just been in a battle <laughs> right. for your life and you're off of an adrenaline high and your muscles feel like sand, right? I mean, to be That's fair, what they're running for. Dragging a woman in heels behind you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. But but they managed.
manage the they're about to start Brain's car, and then Brain's car doesn't start, and Snake goes to check the hood. This is such a great gag. And they open the hood, and one of the Duke's dudes with the crossbow pops out of where the engine should be. I'm like, there's no wench there. No. Like, how did they do that? I really wish. I really wish we had seen the scene where they're all debating, like, okay, guys. I got it. Okay, no, I got it. We're going to take the engine out. <laughs> yes. Hold on, hold on. There's two parts to this, okay? <laughs> no, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Now, the Fred, engine. Now, Fred. The whole take, engine. The whole engine's coming out. Okay, but what about the oil? It's well, going to get everywhere. Nope, the whole, look, we're going to take it all. Everything's and, and coming Fred, out. Fred, you're tiny. We're going to put you in here, and you're going to pop up like a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And the dude who planned it's just in the back when it worked, being like, yeah. yes. Yes! Yeah, no, oh, no, he's he's so vindicated. So there's one guy outside. Like, Where's the crank to open the Jack in the Box? Just, no, just it's a metaphor. You, it's a metaphor. It's not a real Jack in the Box. Why? Why, Why not? Why does a Jack in the Jack in the Box? Oh, you're Jack's not getting too big. He's like, like six be... five. You're missing the point, Gary. You're not gonna fit. <sighs> oh man, I would I would love to see that scene. Oh man. So yeah, the, um, they all that hightail means... it. They they all hightail it away. They're somehow not all dead, and Cabby is conveniently there. Yep. They all oh. get into Cabby's car. Not dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they uh, they decide they're going to hightail it over the bridge because they have a map where the mines are. Yeah. And right. they, can, they can make it. And I believe at this point, how much time do they have left? Like, like three four minutes. minutes or something? It's three minutes? Uh, it's, it, yeah, I mean, I think it was like just under an hour. Oh, no, no. It was way less than that. It was like three it, it's, minutes. It's like 15 or 20 minutes or something yeah. oh, at this point was, when they're running. Yeah. Well, at one point he's looking at it and it's like 22 minutes. So maybe it's 22. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, I think that's what that. it was. 22, 23 minutes. So I have no idea how that, how logistically that works in New York. It I doesn't mean, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you look at New York. Also, I mean, if we want to get really technical, the, the bridge that they're talking about that they're on is not that thin. Uh, that bridge is kind of just a two-lane bridge. That, that so. bridge looked like it was from like the back country of Idaho. Like it doesn't How? even it doesn't even look like a bridge from New York. How crazy is it? So like I don't know where they no shot that bridge, but you know bridge. they had to keep putting a bunch of cars in yes, debris, yes. driving, moving it all, oh, yeah. <laughs> driving again. Oh, absolutely, God. that's absolutely oh, what happened. They drive past and, like the same garbage can three times. Nice. <laughs> it's like. And Heather's, you know how they keep seeing that one stick in the corner that they keep passing and going past? That's what this is. It's yeah. the bridge. It's the junk on the bridge. Yep. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what map Brain thinks he has. He has no idea where those mines are. No. No. Has, That's all blind well, luck. Here, he has no clue where those mines are. Here's my question. And the Duke. Yeah. No, uh, no. So just on the map, at the very beginning when they preface the map, he goes, yes, we got it from somebody who crossed the map alive. And then they killed him. How'd you get the map back? I always assumed he just copied it before the guy ran off. Bro, bro we don't ask questions here. It doesn't matter because <laughs> bro. he could have he just made it up. I mean, for like for the accuracy he had. That is true. You know what? Good point. He probably did yeah. make it up. Just don't ask questions. Yeah, I think he just put a piece of paper up on a wall, threw some darts. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. There now you that's got to be where it. That's, that's where I would put a bomb. That's how well, I would eventually, do it. Due to miscalculation, they they hit one of the mines. Yes, and rather do what a mine you'd expect to do, it cuts Cabby's <laughs> cab clean in I, half, I killing just, only Cabby. I <laughs> face palm so Cabby. hard at this scene. Only the driver. Yes, it's a future mine, guys. Yeah, they're precision. Yeah. Well, precision. Well, I think Cabby was kept alive by the spirit of his car, <laughs> and now that his car is gone, 
So it's cabby. Oh, we're going for a, a, like a drive metaphor. Yeah. I love it. So side note, you also figure out during this drive that Cabby has the tape with the nuclear fusion codes or whatever yeah, yeah. that he traded to from Sonic for his hat. That's and I, right. I, I, I love how that tape looks identical to all the other tapes Cabby has. Like, the government doesn't have access to some, like, <laughs> super nice tape. It's like these nope. garbage Hold Memorex on. clear tapes that we all had in the 80s. Hold on. I didn't own a cassette in 1997. Apparently, they forgot that compact disc could exist. Should have at least been a mini disc. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, mini disc. No, no, no. Laser disc. Laser disc. Laser disc would fit the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The whole briefcase. Uh, so they, uh, everybody dies except Snake and the president yep. uh, up from mines. Adrian Barbeau decides she's going to shoot at the Duke who's now chasing well, them. We find out that because we think that Adrian Barbeau's character was given to Brain. But she loves him. Yeah, right. Because she she's willing to, to, to shoot off, uh, I assume, caps. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that gun cool gives nothing. off the biggest flash, muzzle flash ever. Um, also, well, I would have waited until the Duke was closer, but, you know, I'm not in her high heels, so I can't really. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. The gun had a scope, sir. The gun had a oh. scope. <laughs> True, Dad. A future scope. A future scope. Future 97 scope. Yep. Uh, yeah, so they get to the end. Um, what? So the president gets up the wall. The Duke shows up to fight Snake. This is what I don't get. Why does the president stop Snake halfway up the, up the wall to shoot the Duke? Why not just let him go I, away? I was thinking about this, and I think it was a distraction move. I think it was Wait. he stops it, so the Duke's like, oh, hey, Snake isn't moving anymore, and then he's got a clear target. It's just like a confuse the enemy, shoot the enemy. Okay. And then in classic like, 80s enemy. move, he quotes his own catchphrase that yes. the Duke had back at him. Like crazy, like, like Joker yeah, style. Like, like, yes. like, and, yeah, I, I, the Duke, I, yeah, 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 he's like, hey, number one! <laughs> and I, and I, I have written down here somewhere... Where, you know he, you know he now, he now has a thirst for violence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yes. As a crazed lunatic. <laughs> um. So... Uh, they, of course, get Pliskin over the wall. I, literally, I think he has, what, three seconds to spare. And they defuse the bombs using x-rays. Using x-rays, uh, like which, you uh, do. Uh, yeah, I work with x-ray devices. Not how that works. Oh, crap. <laughs> you don't work with Future 97 Future 97 That's true. That's, That's true. That All my technology is from God. 2010. <laughs> right, yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, not even too easy. Okay. okay. You're just giving up. <laughs> You're just giving yeah, up. Timelines <laughs> yeah, timelines can just okay. go out the window. So, uh, so, um, oh, what's uh, what's what's Lee Van Cleef's character name? Oh, Halleck. Halleck uh, takes the what? tape from Pliskin. Yep. Uh, Pliskin wants to talk to the president. He's unimpressed when he asks him, "What do you think of all the people who who gave their lives to get you out of there?" Which, what happened to Snake between I don't care about that woman being assaulted and. People died on your watch. Like, wh what moral think... moral shift did he make in the maybe movie? Maybe he just because I didn't catch that... it. Maybe he just wants the president to feel the burn. I think <laughs> I think he does because I think he hates authority. I, was... I think that's True. what it is. I agree a hundred percent. Okay, it's, it's, Sorry. it's because you have some low lives assaulting someone. Eh, I'm not going to get involved with that. You have the president who's responsible for everybody and doing a terrible job. And he's responsible, really, for everyone in that prison. That's, like, that's he's a very good point. in well, charge of that. Well, uh, just knowing John Carpenter and kind of what he does, I almost feel like Snake should have looked at the camera and goes, you know, what do you think of all the people that died? 
Right, America? <laughs> he does it in L.A. He doesn't escape from L.A. Oh, at God, the very that's end. so true. No, he the totally camera. does. Because oh, this is just after the Vietnam War ends in 78. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Snake was supposed to do. Right, right. So, of course... He's switched the tapes, yes. so when he goes to pl- when the president goes to play the tape, it's Cabby's music that he's been playing the whole movie. Which, I, if I'm correct, if I by the way, Matt, awesome. <laughs> Which, if I'm correct, some, yeah, some, some big band thing. Nobody checked that tape. They, nope. they, Why would you? They were. They, they I work in television. Sometimes you got to get to air. You know, right? <laughs> I, it, Matt, Matt and I have both been in these situations yeah. where something like that will happen. You're like, why? Why didn't anyone do this? Why didn't we right. take five Hope seconds? This is good. How did this happen? Yep. Yeah. You know? uh, and which... then, well, and then, as Matt and I know, the next thought is, who is taking the fall? <laughs> who am I shifting oh, the blame yeah. to? You know, you're looking around like crazy, like, that guy, that guy. Ah, I don't think story. that guy has a good handle on English language. Is that guy. That guy's taking the fall. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. But the summit in Hartford is hinging on this tape. It, it, we've been set up that if if this tape doesn't happen, World War Three will go off. Snake is going, you know what? I'm Snake worried about I'm, crap. Yeah, he tells off the president and then leaves everybody for their own devices. And I, well, I guess the, the only thing that I don't like is like Snake's just kind of walking off. Nobody and stops like, him. Nobody's like, somebody should tackle Snake because he <laughs> yes. clearly has that tape. <laughs> yes. like, well, right. no, because he, as he's walking, he, he's ripping he it out. It and they, they, what are they going to do? They're going to see like a tape. Yeah, they're going to put him right back in that damn prison, is what they ought to do. And, One thing, and what? I mean, Snake could always say, like, oh, hey, man, that was the tape. That was in the briefcase. I, found, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're looking for. That's the tape I found. Uh, the thing I like, before, right before all this goes down, and it's the great sort of twist at the end, uh, Snake and Howick have one last encounter. Because yes. Snake basically tells Howick, uh, after he puts the explosives in him in the beginning, that when he gets back, he's going to kill him. And Howick goes, you're going to kill me now, Snake? And Snake just goes, I'm too tired. <laughs> That's right. Maybe later, and then and, and then he tells him. What's later? And he, no. This is like that maybe promise. That's, that's right, exactly yes. right. We'll see. It's a we'll maybe see. Maybe promise movie. future alternate nineteen ninety eight. Not cool, that's bro. Right. That's Not right. cool. It's, it's a we'll see from alternate ninety eight. Mm-hmm. We'll see him on his death threat. And then and then he tells him uh, he keeps calling him Snake, and he says the name's Pliskin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You don't get to call mm-hmm. him Snake anymore. Nope, that's revoked. And, and I will go get. And then it just keeps walking. And it fades out to synth. Yep. Synth, yeah, more synth. Starts. You were brought into this world with synth. John Carpenter <laughs> will take right. you out with synth. That's the John Carpenter way. So, yep. um, I I think we should let our our guest go first. A hundred percent. I was going to so say that. Myself. Matt, I was, going last. was this film rad? And is this film rad? Uh, was this film rad? Absolutely, it was rad. Is it still rad? I mean. It's hard because I'm obviously biased. I think this movie is one of the rare cases where if you watch it, it can be throwaway if you haven't seen it. Uh, and I would understand someone who says it's not rad, but having watched it enough, like because it caught my attention when I was young and now I watch it again and again and again, you can pull so much great stuff from it that you can't, like, it has a level of depth, like weird depth, not straightforward depth, that a lot of films from this time period, action films in particular, don't have. So I would say, yeah, if you if you take the time to like really look at it, I think I think it is still absolutely rad. Uh, th- this film was absolutely rad when it came out. It was it was rad. I mean, it came out a year before I was born, but you know, I remember this being heavily talked about amongst you know uh, people who had, who had seen it. And when I finally saw it, I thought it was rad. Um, I have I have a, a, a bias towards Carpenter. I love 
I love, love, love eighties Carpenter specifically. Really? I know. Can you we believe they're it? very shocked by I know. this. What a turn of events. What yeah. a twist. <laughs> we've, we've loaded the panel. <laughs> and uh I I I think with with Matt, I think you've got enough of this film you can pull from it. It is still a rad film. Okay. Uh I did not see this film, as I said at the very beginning. Uh and which isn't bad. That doesn't mean that I can't. I knew who Snake Plissken was. I knew the character, the action part of it. So from what I remember, I'm sure this was a very rad film in the 80s as a kid. If I had seen it back then, I probably would have been wanting to put an eye patch myself. Uh, Now that I've watched it as an adult, and and Matt and Greg, I'll give you this, because I'm not re-watching it, I got to come at it fresh. This is the most dated movie I have watched so far. And no, I cannot wrap my head around. He preferred it Krull. More dated than Krull. I won't. That was my, yes, my question. Yes, wow, I got wow. to the That's end. a gauntlet, buddy. <laughs> I got really? to the end. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because at least Krull had the goddamn <laughs> Reaver throwy thing. Oh, and that, <laughs> isn't that the glaive? What they call the glaive, even though it's clearly not a glaive. Wait, yes, is it, isn't at least that the it one had with the glaive. The, isn't that the one with the spider lady? This has yeah, spider and the spider stars. lady. And the spider lady. This has Cabby. Literally. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no. You're 100% correct on it being dated. There's no question. Yeah. The pacing alone is enough to choke the life out of a it, it, uh, it, current it, this timeline movie guy. I, I like, think there's was, no question. Absolutely. I definitely think it could be edited down oh, yeah. uh, by oh, at least definitely. a good 10-15 minutes. But oh, uh, yeah. I know. I know. It's tough, man. I like Carpenter. I, I like his movies. I, know, I think this... I, I did like They Live. Um, so this one... I just can't. I can't get behind it, unfortunately. Um, Willow. Uh, Willow has a closing statement. Oh, yeah. uh, Jesus. As she's been doing throughout this movie, so we'll find out. Willow, how did how do we end this movie? Um. So I started on page three because I've been numbering pages. Double space notes. Half the second half, page five is Dar. I already determined. Uh, so Dar is uh, that is so unrad. We put rad backwards. Whoa, I thought we only got that if all of us. No, that's only that. if all three. Yeah, but I already determined it for myself. So, <laughs> okay, on enough. page eight, before I decided to zone out and write my what I thought it was going to be about, I said, can I go on IXL, the worst math pro- program that has made me cry out of frustration? And then, on page nine, I felt the need to write, it's over. In big letters and fell the entire over. page. Full so. page. <laughs> Full page, it's over. Yeah. So, My opinion's right there. So very rad, then. 100% super right, rad. Super rad. Super rad. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hold on, hold it's on. Like, if it like goes on tape like that. Because it went. <laughs> Did we it trick you into right. saying it was rad? Is it on the record Is it now? the rad Ouroboros? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Willow, there's is anything redeeming about this film for you? Anything at all that you thought was like... Uh, you know, this thing was kind of neat, or that was kind of cool, or anything. You know, it would have needed Daryl Dixon shooting with that crossbow, and if he had some other different haircut that wasn't just frustrating hey, me the hey, whole hey. time. Hey, 80s is feathered. That's the yeah. way you, that's the way yeah. you live. I couldn't stand it. Quaffed. I couldn't st- stand it. Wow. Quaffed, yeah. There you go. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry. But, I've seen other people uh, pull it off better than him. Like, but you know what? Everyone they all else. can't be a winner, right? That's, so, that's it. Yeah. Um, so wait, so now it's a, it's really a two and two, it's a right? Tie. So that it means is. the tying vote goes to you, America. Ooh, oh! Go to Facebook yes. uh, and vote. Uh, 
And uh, this was Rad Podcast at Facebook. Uh, go ahead and let us know what you think um, because we are undecided. This is what happens when we have a guest. Yeah. 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 We should do this Am every I allowed time. to vote? If, can I go on Facebook? <laughs> You've oh, already voted. Yeah, you can vote again. No. You can vote, but it won't count. No, that's not fair because Willow doesn't have Facebook. No, I'm no, totally no, going to no, get unvoted on I this. won't do it. I totally won't make thousands of dummy accounts <laughs> uh, and overload your servers. That won't no, no, no. Happen. If you do that and like the page Third a thousand one. times, we're okay that's with that, that actually. That, that bumps gotcha. us to the top. As long, as long as one of them is Pake Sliskin. I'm no, totally fine with 64th <laughs> random person that's actually Matt. <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, so, yep. uh, doing it. So, uh, to close out, we always, uh, we'll, we'll get to the next movie. But, um, Matt, since you joined us, you're actually a podcaster yourself. Um, we've actually yes. talked about your podcast before. Greg's mentioned yes. it. Um, and, uh, so please go ahead and, uh, plug away, sir. Sure. Uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. Uh, I do a movie podcast with the, uh, illustrious Mr. Shahir Dowd called, called The Only Podcast About Movies. That's right. On this podcast, I'm <laughs> announcing that I run the only podcast about movies. Uh, wink. Well, it's uh, alternative that, podcast it, timeline. It's, That's it's, how that works. It's, it's, right. It's future yes. 97. Yes. Future 97 rules. Uh, and you can find us on iTunes and and uh, and SoundCloud with that. Um, also, uh, for any of my uh, past and works, you can just go to Matthew Kroll, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com. Uh, and I got a bunch of stuff on there, some some fun indie stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, Instagram, Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z. And those are all the places you can find me. Wait, Kroll as in that terrible movie? No, no but it <laughs> should be. Kroll. Yeah, is, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Kroll, K-R-O-L? L. Yeah, yep. one oh. L, right? Yes. Oh, and Twitter at Emperor MSK. Oh, okay. I don't have a whole – that's my problem on social media. Like, you guys seem like you got your stuff sort of all – your ducks in a row, like, in the right spot <laughs> with one name. Yeah. I have, like, 13 names across all different services. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's real easy to find ducks. me. <laughs> the what? We can't always have all organized ducks. No, nope. no. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for having me. This was super fun. Awesome. Uh, you can find us, obviously, this was rad at facebook.com. Oh, we are on iTunes, as always. Um, and the String Bean website. No, it's Podbean uh, is our host. Uh, <laughs> this was rad uh, slash podbean, or com. And uh, so our next movie, this is really interesting. So last week, we let Willow pick a movie. Uh, two weeks ago. I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, An Invisible Sign, which... By the way, personally, one of my favorite podcasts we've done. I was laughing pretty hard through most of it. Uh, Willow went and picked an 80s movie for us to watch. Ooh. So it's it's weird. Willow, what movie are we watching next? Can't Buy Me Love, I believe. You believe. You picked the movie and made us watch it. Are you? No, I think she was doing that for, like, suspense. No, it was, like, suspense. Like, is it? Yeah. See, you do the hand motions. Every time you do the ghost, everyone does that. I don't know why. I swear. I should probably stop. But if you do it without the hand motions, you feel really stupid. No, you look like a oh, absolutely. You, yeah, no, absolutely. If you do the hand motions, people know you're joking. Yeah. Uh, if you do, yeah. it's like, ooh, oh, I just feel lame. Ooh, that's super <laughs> totally cool. Fine. So, uh, yeah, so we'll be watching the Patrick Dempsey vehicle, uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Hey, 
a very interesting movie. Definitely. And uh, nice. that's what's coming to us next week. So, um, Au revoir. That's it. Matt, again, thank you so much. This was super, super fun. Uh, yeah, guys, I, thank you. First time meeting you, but uh, I would absolutely do this again with you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So. <laughs> Literally first time. You're, you're the first caller we have yeah, ever you're had. You're the first one. Right, but I've been listening for a while, so it all makes sense. <laughs> it does. Awesome. And not in some bizarre future timeline. It just nope, makes sense. in this timeline. Dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bro, stick to one. Well, yep. in, uh, in this timeline, we're going to go ahead and end it. And uh, as always, I am Paul. I'm Greg. And I don't have any foods this time. Fantastic. <laughs> See you later, guys.